Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am your driver this episode. I didn't really come up with an interesting job for me. I don't, I don't know what to do for me. The I'm... chauffeur, because you're leading us okay. <laughs> in this podcast. With me, the one who always misses his checkpoints, Keith. That's me. Hello. And our female driver, Liz. Hey, guys. And just before anyone gets mad at me, Liz, pick that intro. That was not me. You can take it as you want. <laughs> to be clear, it's I mean, it's factually correct. It is. No matter no matter how you want to see it, it is factually correct. But this week we had a listener pick, and it was Forza Horizon 4, which has been a huge favorite game of both me and Keith. And we finally decided to rope Liz into it because anyone listening to our podcast know Liz loves driving games. <laughs> So, just driving in general, right? Yep. Forza Horizon 4 is is a published from Microsoft Studios, and it is developed by Turn 10 Studios and Playground Games, who Playground Games has always been in charge of the Forza Horizon series. So if you know the Forza Horizon series, you will love this game. So getting into it, Liz, I want to know your first take. Was this a gamer pass for you? So I'm going to bring back a category, the uh, personal pass. I don't really have any gripes with this I mean, that's game. That's just pass. <laughs> no, because I do recommend this game for people, just not people like myself. Yeah. I don't like driving in real life, and I've actually started to like driving in video games, but I just don't want it to be all driving. I felt playing this that I really just wanted to play Mario Kart. <laughs> and Because with Mario Kart, there's also some luck involved. This game is just so much skill, and... With the hours and hours I put into it, I don't feel like I'm at a competitive level at all. So I didn't find as much joy with it. I think people that are, are naturally gifted at, you know, driving in video games. I mean, I feel like it must be so much fun to play with your friends. But for me, it's just like, well, I know I'm going to be in last. <laughs> so, but yeah, personal pass. See, for me, like I saw you were definitely getting better. I remember I first had you try this game like a year ago. It was one of the uh, Forza games. It might have been might have been three might have been four i can't quite remember but you couldn't even complete the tutorial just kept going off the road but by the end of this you were actually doing really well you still had to use the rewind but i thought you were doing really well yeah i didn't dislike my time playing it at all i just i never felt excited like yes forza but for me it's like on the perfect like spring or summer night and you're driving you have the windows down and it feels amazing and I sometimes I got that vibe with this game. There were moments where I was like, oh, this is relaxing. This is nice. But it never really kept with me. So for me, this is a definite game. I'm not a huge driving race car game person. I like them. I enjoy them. Uh, for me, I love, I much prefer arcade driving sims. I prefer arcade driving games over sim driving games. So I like it where it's just not quite realistic, you know, it's meant to be just more fun and interesting. And that's what Forza Horizon is. The Forza series, the regular one, uh, Forza Motorsports, that's the actual name. Those are actually simulations. And I enjoy a simulation every once in a while, but for me, they're so heavy. So Forza Horizon is like perfect for me. Like I love the Project Gotham racing series back in the day. You know, I love, yeah, Mario Kart. But yeah, I, I just like kind of simple racing games. And for me... I think Forza Horizon 4 just does a really good job being accessible to, I guess, in Liz's case, almost everyone. Yeah, no, when I first started playing this, this was not accessible to me at all. 
Yeah. I also like you're listing things that you like to play. I actually was it State of Decay two that I like the driving. Yes. I like it when it's more goofy. In which this is a bit more on the goofy side. There's still a lot of realism to it, but it's not like hyper simulation like Forza Motorsport is. So for me, this is a definite game. So I'm. I mean, <clears throat> you kind of already prefaced it for me, but this is an absolutely hands down definite game this is one of my favorite things about game pass like going back the game it's games like forza horizon games like sea of thieves the fact that these are always there they're day one it's just part of the service is just it's so incredible to me i've loved the forza horizon series since the first one came out i've always been a racing game fan not that i'm great at them obviously um but that said i i just have always had a soft spot back when i was just on playstation 2 i would play gran turismo for hours and hours even my arcade you know first person shooter games i was a twisted metal kid like all of that stuff like i've just i, I gravitate toward car games and <sighs> twisted I, metal yeah, yeah twisted metal jam but to Andrew or to Andrew's point is Forza Horizon does it perfectly because like a lot of games as they've gone more technologically advanced and they get all these things the simulation level just gets to be a bit too much for me like Gran Turismo was always great but it was forgiving it wasn't totally simmed they just had a lot of realism to it and the motorsport series is brutal i just can't do it that said Horizon is forgiving it's fun it's you know, you you do fun things. You have all these cool tasks, and it's just I don't know. It's a it's a perfect game, and I I hope there are in works on Forza Horizon Five because I will be in on that one too. So getting into the story, there actually surprisingly is a story to this game. Uh, so Kinda. Forza Horizon, there's always it's always been the same story. Basically, a festival comes to a certain part of town, and it, in this case, it takes place in England. So the Forza Festival comes in town and you will play this nameless driver who you get to create and customize and you have one goal in mind and that is to absolutely terrorize and murder the citizens of England. As you go around smashing their fences, crashing into pedestrians and their cars and ramming through the towns as you're trying to promote this festival, <laughs> which seems very counterproductive. But I'm, I'm so not going to lie, that part always was weird to me uh, across all of them like you're very destructive and you get points for being destructive like i know that doesn't that doesn't seem like anybody would want this thing happening around but uh everyone seems pretty pretty amped i know that's cool so is this festival illegal like or is it like like a nascar type thing where no it's, it's actually... legal yeah there's no it's weird because there is street racing well, yeah. and you're definitely going through like you're you're intentionally breaking speed traps and all of these things but there's never a like police chase. There's none of that. It's not like Need for Speed. Well, the speed traps are they say are set up by the festival. Oh, okay. Yes. But so that there, makes sense. I mean, there's other people on the road. Who you? Yes. So you just you crash into and murder. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't murder like them. It's... Stop. <laughs> if I'm hitting a car going over 140 miles an hour, I'm sorry. I feel dead. like it would have made more sense to do like a Fast and the Furious type thing where it where it's all illegal. Like they're not supposed to be doing it because that is that doesn't make a lick of sense. And what are you thinking of, like, the Need for Speed series? Because that game is also a arcade kind of racing game, and that one you but do have cops there's such stuff. little story. Like, just make it so it makes sense. <laughs> they have a tiny, 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 tiny little story. And it... Well, the story is just meant to be, once again, a means to an end. Just 
this is why you're here. This is why you're in England. Yeah, I can't uh, really. The only car game I can genuinely think of, well, maybe not car game, but car games. It it is always the Need for Speed series, and even those are almost always the same story. You're the yeah. next great uh, street racer. Uh oh, somebody sabotaged you. Here's your Honda Civic. Good luck. Yeah, you gotta climb your way back up. And and so it's for as far as the story, it's basically the same thing. It's you start yeah. at the bottom, work your way up. But one thing that I do like about it is it's not dedicated on like you like being an S tier vehicle is the end game. That happens. You can get yes. an S tier car. Well, so I guess I should back up. If you're not familiar with Forza series, it classifies each of the the cars by speed, handling, performance, and things of what is it? Starts with D. D D C B A S one S two. Yeah. So. Unlike, say, a game like Need for Speed, it's like you work your way up to that S S class, and then you, you know, then you have the best car out there. You could have arguably one of the best cars in the game, probably within about two hours of playing this, but it's not going to do you much good because every race you do isn't going to allow you to use that car. You're going to have to use your little Honda Civic sometimes. You're going to have to use these weird cars, and it encourages you to explore all of the different vehicles that are in the air in the game and it's something like what 400 500 cars that they have in the game at this point yeah, it's so there's a huge amount of cars so it's just i i love that about this game is is that it while it's so repetitive in the fact that yes it's drive race repeat it it shakes things up and you kind of always feel like you're doing something at least a little bit different every time i feel like whenever i got used to a car I would go to a race and they'd be like, oh, you can't use that one. And I'd have to buy a new one. <laughs> no. Especially for like the, uh, the dirt racing one. I don't know what kind of race it was. It were these weird buggies. That'd and for dirt. me, I also, because I had handicaps on. Like if you hold Y and you're not racing with real people, like it backs everybody up. And you don't make as much money that way. It's not. It takes longer to to get more money to buy new things. And I feel, I guess I have expensive taste in cars because I was looking through and I saw, I think it was like a 1931 Bentley or something. And I was nice. like, oh, that looks so cool. And then I found out it was really expensive. But all the ones that I liked were like the really old cars and most of them were pricey and they don't drive well. So for me, it's like, were there any races that use like the old time? Oh, yeah. Thing? Oh, for sure. So, well, the first thing I want to say about the story, if anyone's ever played the Forza games. So I've played Forza Horizon 1 three and four i think i skipped two but as keith was kind of saying in the previous ones it was always kind of like oh you got to level your character up so you can get to the s tier class cars and stuff like that and race the better faster cars not in this in this it's very much everything's just kind of open and just like hey you can play with any car you kind of want so yeah liz as you were saying like is there any races where you do old cars this is what i loved about this game so if you're doing a street race you can actually create a blueprint and you can design what you want to do. So you can specifically say, hey, I only want to do like retro British cars that are C-class or D-class. Like you can have very specific like parameters as to what you want the race to be. So if you're someone who absolutely loves all the S-tier car classes and you're really good with them and you just want to go fast, cool. Or if you're someone like me and you want to do something goofy and you want to race D like D-class semi-trucks for fun – which was hilarious because Keith could not handle that at all. Mm -mm. You can do that. This game just gives you so much options and just free will to what you want to do. So I I think all the old forces kind of had that same where you could pretty much use any car anytime you wanted, if I remember correctly. I, you could in three. Okay. A little bit in three, but not the other ones. Well, but that said, actually, I 
I'm going to transition this here, is this is another thing that Forza Horizon 4 did, which if you've never played the other ones, or if you have, but maybe you haven't played this one, whatever your case may be, I think one of the coolest things that they've done in this game is that they've taken it a step further in that, yes, it's all the same, but every week they shift the season. So you, yeah. you have a spring, summer, fall, and winter, and you're locked into that for the week. Every time the season changes, the events change, the races change, and it, like I mean, the environment doesn't change drastically, but the cars you might want to use and just, I don't know, it makes it feel so special. And, and I think it's so unique, and I, I have just so much fun with it. I can't imagine like, racing in winter on roads that have not been uh, plowed. Like for me, because like I remember the first time I drove in the snow, I was alone by myself. I was I was driving to school in real life. In real life, okay. in real life, IRL. And I was <laughs> stopped at a light, and when the light turned green, I went to turn left, and I didn't realize if you do like too sharp of a turn because I was I was not going fast. Or if you go too fast, which I was not, um, your car will keep going forward and it won't turn. So I was like, why is my car not turning? And I was panicking and I was like going like 10 miles an hour, five miles. I don't, I don't know how fast you go when you when you're taking a turn. But and then I'm going like 90 and I'm just like, how does how does that work? Well, I mean, these cars What's are built the for performance. Yeah, they're giving tires and suspension and, and all of that good stuff. All-wheel drive. You know, might not have had all-wheel drive. There's, there's many yeah, factors. Oh, probably not. <laughs> I had a clunker. Yeah, yeah, you were driving, what, I think like a like a 95 Toyota Corolla or something? Yeah, like. yeah. Those weren't exactly built. I mean, those <laughs> were just built to exist for as long as possible. They weren't really built to do anything great. But yeah, I I love that this game has seasons. Because to me, it does change the gameplay quite drastically. You know, obviously, if you're in the winter, there's the roads are now snowy. You know, the lakes are now frozen. So you have some races that are actually on the frozen lake. I love that the season changed. I mean, winter is obviously probably my least favorite because it's just too slippery for me. But then you got like spring, so it's a lot more rainy. So the mud tracks are just like extra more intense, you know, a lot more muddy, a lot more less traction on it. I, to me, I love just the constant change of gameplay. Uh, but I also want to ask, though, Keith, since both mean you've played a good amount of Forza Horizons, after playing four, would you recommend any of the older ones? I guess that's hard to say maybe three i don't know because i i can't think i guess i'm thinking putting it in my shoes and having played all four i wouldn't i don't see myself going back and playing any of those for any real reason unless i was trying to dig up achievements or i don't know something along those lines i guess maybe there's some value if you're just interested in well no i'll let me let me back up the, the one thing I would say that there's value in it is if you like the special events in this game. So part of the racing series that you go through, and this is really a lot of what the story hinges on, is you just kind of making sure you do these key premiere events, and they're always these big things. You race a blimp, you race a train, all these weird things. If, if you really enjoy those... Yeah, I could see why you might want to go back and play the other ones, see what they, have, what they had in those and what was slightly different. But all in all... I think if you're going to play a Forza Horizon game at this point, just play four and go from there. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with that. One and two at this point are probably a little dated. I would agree three isn't too far off. It's very similar to what four is. And in three, you're in Australia, which I remember I loved the map in Australia because I thought it did a really like it was quite diverse. You know, you had quite a bit of stretch of beaches. You had like, obviously, it's 
like these huge like dense forests. You had this really awesome like desert area. I I loved the map. Yeah, the city. Yeah, you kind of had had the city. So you think it's better than Forza Four? No, I don't think so. I mean, map I think wise. Yeah. I agree. Gameplay, no. No, that's what I meant. Just the map. Yeah, map wise, I think yes, because with this, the English map, it's very, it's a lot of hills. You have some forest areas, and the cities are, are very kind of small, and to me, weren't that interesting. You had some beaches, but not much. I felt like there was a lot more beaches in Forza Horizon Three, but as far as going back, though, I think you could, but you don't. I'm kind of with Keith. I don't think you need to, because Forza Horizon Four seriously is a game that doesn't end. Yeah. Like one, two, and three, you kind of could beat the game. You know, there's kind of an end point. In Forza Horizon Four, I don't think there is. I, constantly, every time I sign on, I'm like, there's just more races I haven't done. There's more things I can do, more cars I can collect, and yeah, there's constant live events. And then of course there's like multiplayer. Now there's a battle royale game mode. There's just there's always something to do. So is there going to be another Forza then, or are they just going to keep adding onto this? I don't know. So the studio that makes this game is Playground Games, and they announced that they are making the new revived Fable series. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if they still are have another team working on the Forza Horizon series. It's possible. But even if it's not, I don't know how you can top this game. <laughs> but granted, I've always said that I think with like every Forza Horizon, and like they just keep getting better. Well, I think you pointed out, too, I, I love what they've done as far as the ever- evolving aspects of this game and like just little things like i it's probably been i don't know eight months or so since i've picked this game up to when i picked it up today and like there's new events like you said you know there's taxi events where yeah it's still just race point a to point b probably largely similar but now you're doing it because you have to taxi someone or and then you know it increases your taxi as you go along so just, I don't know, there's just always fun little new additions. And you pointed out the Battle Royale. I think that's one of the coolest things I've seen in a racing game because it's oh yeah, so incredibly unique. Like, sure, the Battle Royale is a thing that exists. Everyone knows Battle Royales these days. But I love that they found a way to incorporate it as cars where everyone starts out as like a D-class car and you all have to race to a certain point. You have set time to get there. And I think it's, I don't know, like the top, certain number of people or something to make it there get it but along the way you can do all these little head-on races and if you get it if you win your head-to-head race you can improve your car and just knock people out and it's just so fun i i love playing it yeah i was really impressed i it kind of took me by surprise when they're like hey it's a battle royale mode and i was like i don't know how you can do this with a racing game but it is just a lot of fun it's nerve-wracking because yeah when you're doing these head-to-head challenges you are basically kind of just driving to the countryside, just like not on roads, just wide in the open. And you you could be doing great first place. And all of a sudden you hit a tree and it's like crap. And then all of a sudden the guy passes you and you're just knocked out from one simple mistake. But I was really impressed with the battle Royale. I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but the just in general, the multiplayer, I think of Forza Horizon four is really, really good. I think this game does such a nice blend of single player and multiplayer. When you're driving around the map, it is kind of like a shared world. Like you're seeing people driving around doing their own things, but you can't really interact with them. Like if you try to hit them, you go through them. You have to end up joining their convoy and actually like becoming a team if you actually want to start interacting with them. Like same with your friends. And I love that when you start and make an event or like any sort of race that you want to do, you can make it solo or you can make a co-op. You can make it 
have be rivals. You can have random people join. You can have your friends join. And it's just the co-op version, I think, was a lot of fun. I know, Keith, you probably disagree because you would end up missing checkpoints and you can't rewind and you end up just kind of spiraling out. I mean, but yes I and no. The multiplayer. Because the game does two things well on, on this aspect. And one of them is, is it can be kind of annoying because it can it can bite you in the butt a little bit. But I think there is some aspect of, like, it gives you a little bit of handicap if you fall too far behind. Whether the computer slows down a little bit or, it, I don't know, it just gives you a little bit more forgiveness. It always seems like if I get too far behind, I can catch up a lot quicker than if I'm, like, a half a car length behind someone in the middle of the pack. So I think there's something to be said for that. At least that might just be a personal thing. But from the multiplayer aspect, what I think is really cool is... If you're, if you're just going, you know, two people versus the computer or three people versus the computer, it puts you all on one team, and then you get a certain number of points for each person you're ahead of on the other team. So even if I'm sitting there in 10th out of 12th place and you get second, we still usually end up winning because we've cumulatively passed enough people that we have more points than the other team. So it doesn't force you to have to be like, we have to get first place or that's it. Like you can actually get like fourth and fifth place, I think as as a team and still win the race yeah that's one thing i really love about forza horizon this game is very forgiving any racing game you always do it's very much like oh if you do this race you have to get first place or you're only going to get like a silver or bronze or whatever and you can't complete the game you have to get gold on all these races not forza horizon you could get dead last and they're like cool you did the race you won here's your reward like it's constantly just giving you rewards and, and more cars more influencers more money Obviously, the higher and better you do in rankings, you obviously get more money and prizes, but it's it wasn't it wasn't necessary. And so, like, even if I'm racing and I crash in the end and I get 10th or 11th place, don't care. I still consider the race complete. It still progresses. And I loved that. I noticed in the tutorial, whenever you start a new type of race, you always end up in like first and I realized that because, like, afterwards, I would, you know, go down to, like, 10th, 11th, 12th. Like, I would just get worse and worse. But the first one, they always kind of let you win. And then I always thought, whenever I did really bad, they still had the same lines of, like, oh, you did so good. Like, you're you're a pro and stuff like that. It just made me feel worse. I'm like, can you not? Can you just say, oh, uh, better luck next time. But it just felt, like, really just so fake you know like it's going through the story talking about how you're pro racer and you're like oh you sound so condescending because there's sure. a couple times i got 12th like multiple times like 12 12 12 and i'm just like oh shut up dude what do you want it to be like hey uh one more of these and we're dropping you yeah <laughs> just I mean, delete I've, your save just, file just felt so insincere <laughs> but that's another thing that i wanted to talk to you about like a little bit with the tutorial it's very long you go through all the seasons but I felt like it didn't actually teach me much. Like, it was all about getting enough influence to get to the next season. But, Andrew, you were the one that were, was showing me, like, oh, you go here and you can spin this wheel and all this stuff. I felt like it didn't help me much. A little bit. That's probably my biggest complaint about Forza Horizon 4. The interface, I think, is awful. There's there's no starting menu. When you boot up the game, it essentially just throws you right into an open world. You know, you'll see people driving around. Things are going on. So you don't have like menus. You can't be like, oh, I want to be offline or I want to do this. No, it's just boom. You're in the game. And in order to set up races, you got to get to the location of the race, set up the race. And then there you go. It, so the menus are kind of confusing when you press start and like go through 
the Horizon Life is what the menu's called. It's just a bunch of tiles, but the tiles are just really confusing because sometimes they're just like, they're just images. And I'm like, I don't really know what this menu is for. And you click and it's like, oh, okay, it's a, it's a club or something. Okay. Or this is like my masteries. So I found it really confusing. Of course, me, who's just played a ton of hours of this game, I've understood where, like how to navigate it at this point. But as someone who's new, like Liz, it is, it is overwhelming. It is crazy overwhelming. Yeah. I just went for it. I was like, I'll figure out eventually. But I kind of wish it was a little bit more handhold deep because it is such a long tutorial. It's like, why make me do a tutorial? Because you can't play online with real players until you finish the tutorial, correct? Mm-hmm. No, you can. Mm-hmm. There's like um, oh, a lot of people are complaining about that online. It depends. The tutorial is long, but there's certain points where you can. The where you are, you can. Okay. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, it, it's funny because I didn't really think of it because, like you said, I've played every single Forza game and every single one of them I've easily put, I don't know, 20 plus hours into, if not hundreds and hundreds of hours in some cases. So I've, I just kind of instinctively knew what to expect when I, when I pick up and play this game. But even with that comfort level of it, it is still just like, what is going on? This could be so much easier. It, It needs to be like, all right, just go to the garage. That's where you do this. And then just have like four options or go to this area four options it's it's a lot and i don't think tutorial is really the best way to describe it because i don't it's not a tutorial it's it doesn't explain the mechanics of the game it really just rides on the expectation of like hey you know this is a racing game so you'll figure it out and here's kind of some of the things you can expect to like the types of races you can accept to do along the way but there's really no explanation of what you're doing um so it's it's really more about that feel at some points like the first time you get a wheel spin it kind of explains it but it's not great and it doesn't tell you where to go find it if if you lose it so it's overly yeah it is over complicated in that way and i didn't really most think of the much time, of it. yeah most of the time it doesn't tell you you have a wheel spin it isn't until like you open up your horizon life that you actually will see like a number tick like saying in this area you have like some wheel spins but it's not like it gives like a big notification every once in a while i would notice one but it wasn't consistent I also wanted to ask, because this is such a big game, like before I'd ever played it, I'd heard people talk about it. What do you think about the community? Do you think it's friendly for, for new people? Because a lot of people play online. Someone like myself went on and did a terrible job. I mean, do you think they'd just be happy that I brought their numbers up? Or yeah. So there's different kinds of multiplayer you can do. There's like co-op open world. They have this thing called uh, Forzathon. Every once in a while, it'll appear saying, hey, the event's starting. Everyone gather at this point. And has like a five-minute timer. Everyone who gathers there. Then the event happens, and you basically – it's still open-world events. Hey, go to this area, do the speed trap. Go to this area and do a drift score combo attack. Or go to this area and do like a speed zone. But it's all co-op. So nobody – like you could be awful. I would always play in my goofiest car and just kind of screw around with my friends because if you just – as long as you have like five people, they're super easy to beat. And everyone gets, you know, some currency and cool. That's the end of the event. Then you have the actual races. You can do co-op or you can do versus people. You don't have to play with people. You can play solo or you can play with your friends. But if you are playing with random people, there is an arcade mode. And the arcade mode, I think, is a lot of fun. 
that's the game mode that has, you know, fun game modes like infection, you know, where some people are zombies, some people are humans and the zombies have to touch the humans and they become zombies and you want to be the last human alive or you have like a capture the flag or you just like uh, have like a uh, score attack. Like they're just these really kind of fun, goofy games that are in like kind of a small enclosed area. And I've done a handful of those and I've had no issues with people like I've never heard a mic, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think I ever did that. If anything, you'd see maybe some people like spamming emotes and stuff, but even that, nothing aggressive. I think I think probably I would say I, I also haven't played enough just like open online multiplayer. Any of the multiplayer I've done of this game has always been with friends because we've always had a group of people who like the game, have Game Pass, and so we all kind of will hop on and play if, if someone else is playing. But I... Yeah, I don't I don't feel like I've ever gotten any like nasty message or anything and everything's just simple enough and I don't know. Maybe I guess cuz you can do some ranked stuff. Maybe if you get into the ranked areas people might get a little bit nastier, but honestly, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, racing I've, people are very angry people. <laughs> and I've had no like I've never felt like I want to do ranking in like a racing game, so for me everything about this game is just meant to be kind of it it's just meant to be fun. And even when I lost on these fun arcade games, I would still just have a ton of fun. Well, one of the reasons I I hesitate to play online myself is almost like a Madden or like any other sports games that have these simulation level type of playing. People are just so good. The, the, there's yeah. such a cutoff of like you can be decent at this game and have a ton of fun and you're not you don't have to be great. But then there are people who are just good. And like <laughs> they know cars, they know how to like one like one of the coolest things about this is it where it really still gives itself that Forza feel of hey we're a simulation, you can go in and you can fine tune every single like gear differential and every aspect of your car so you can tweak it to your heart's desire, or you can screw it up really quickly if you don't know what you're doing, but with that even is you can go online and. Sort of, I guess I would, in, in most recent, I would think of what was it, Rec, not Wreckfest, Trailmakers, where you could find other people's builds. So you're like, oh, hey, I just got this new car and find the, the most liked download for, or build for that car. And it's like a perfect upgrade. Like somebody's done all the work. You just download it and pay for the parts. So it's it's nice that way. Yeah, I love it because I'm not a huge gearhead. So for me, like fine tuning a car, I have, not, I have no idea what I'm doing. And it can make some of your crappiest cars just a blast. One of my favorite cars, it's an antique car that you find. Um, it's called a Peel. It's literally the size of a box. And it's three wheels. And it's normally a D-Class score of 100. And it's like the slowest, crappiest thing. But I found a build online that makes it an S1. And it is just the most <laughs> insane thing. It sucks at turning. But man, that thing won me so many drag race. I love the thing. But I love just seeing people's builds and also seeing people's artwork because you can download artwork, which I love. Yeah, I did that a couple times. I also, I thought the game was the most funny when I was watching other people play. So streaming YouTube and the tricks that people can do like blow my mind and just seeing their reactions when they're, when they're playing. I, for me, I don't enjoy playing this game, but it is kind of fun to see people who are really in to Forza play Forza. So I wanted to ask you guys, what are your favorite race types? So this game has a lot of different game modes and different race types you can do from story missions, from street racing, from circuits to off-roading. 
Did you guys have any personal favorites? I mean, for me, whenever it was a closed race, you, you had the walls. The circuit race. Yeah, I always found it a lot easier because not only do you have the walls to help push you if you hit it the right way, but also the it's so tight that the players would kind of push me to help me too. So for me, I found it easier, but I like the uh, the off-roading a lot. And then I did – what was I chasing? There was a thing where you, I was chasing – you know, you could do the train and stuff. You were watching me play. Oh, the uh, story modes when you're racing kind of a – they're event missions. Yeah, where I thought those were really fun some too. ridiculous thing. Whether it be a train or a hovercraft or a plane. But overall, for me, all the, the different types of racing, it all just felt the same. They kind of all blend together in my brain as well. So I'm trying to think, like, I remember using the different cars and being like, holy crap, this one turns like a beast. Like, I don't know what to do. Uh, so for me, I just felt like all the, the races were the same. Uh, see, I disagree. I thought the races were very different. I don't like the street races. The street races is where it's open, but you're obviously specifically on the street. You have checkpoints and there will actually be civilians. So you can actually hit a car while you're racing your opponents. I did so good. I kept getting that thing where like I, I was doing well at just barely getting away from the other cars. Like um, I would almost hit people. Near miss. It kept coming oh, up on miss, top. Yeah. Yes, I got those so many times. So for me, I actually felt excited playing those because I, I felt like I was doing really well, but really I just shouldn't have been that close to the car to begin with. <laughs> no, but it, it a quick jump ahead, but I won't go all the way there. Is It's because they do such a good job with the sound effects too. Like, especially if you are playing with a headset, that little like whoosh when you go by the car, you're like, ooh, I did it. <laughs> that was yeah. exciting. <laughs> Well, I like that they, like, flash their lights at you. Obviously, this person doesn't care. Does not care about your safety. And they don't try to move out of the way. Like, if I saw some crazy person, like, swerving right towards me, I wouldn't flash my lights at them. Yeah, I'm glad they don't move out of the way. Specifically because, like, I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto, and those that AI will move out of your way. And I feel like majority of the time, them moving out of the way moving like, in, makes moving it harder. Into your way. Like, yeah, they, they end up moving into going. your way. Yeah, and it's just like, ah. Uh, so I prefer they just stay still. The only th- I, well, I, I like it too because you can run the computer into them sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you, Liz. I absolutely loved, uh, loved, loved, loved the off-road stuff. Specifically, if they do the cross-country, like you have kind of two different ones where you have a circuit or you have one where it's point A to point B. And I love the point A to point B where you're just driving through the countryside. Because also too, at the end, you do an epic race called the Titan. And you literally race across the entire map from point A to point B. And it is a ridiculous race. It's like a 20-minute race, but it is so fun. And I loved the special event races because specifically there's one where you play Halo. You actually drive a Warthog from Halo, and it actually sets up, you know, the Covenant are on the field. They're actually, like, attacking. It's supposed to be like a simulation. But, yeah, there's, like, a battleground going on. The Covenant are fighting. You see some Marines shooting the Covenant. It's a really, really cool race. I feel like it's hard to talk about like my time playing this game because there's something happens when I think about cars or I'm learning something about cars. It just goes in one ear and out the other. I don't remember any type of vehicle. Like I don't know what they're called. Like there was this buggy with like these wires that was off roading. I don't even remember what those races were called or what the cars are called. So for me, like I just I I was reading, I was listening, I was trying to remember everything, and my brain just won't absorb car information. Just remember, gas is on the right. <laughs> See, I it's funny. I'm glad you mentioned the Halo one because I actually kind of forgot about that one. Overall, I didn't think the story missions were all that exciting. Like, I don't know, race a blimp or whatever, a plane. I don't remember what it was. But 
I guess maybe you could push up the difficulty, but they just didn't feel difficult. It was largely just like a, it almost wouldn't let you lose as long as you didn't try to lose almost a little bit. And to that point, I was like, well, th- I don't know. They're not very interesting. Some of them oh, are I think cool. Visually, they're awesome. I they do. I will like say that. Skin of my teeth. But I wasn't well. But that's the thing is they all it it is always close too. Like and that's the other thing that bothers me about it, is you race a fully perfect race and it's still like eh, they're like a half a second behind you because it basically just lines you up as even. But I I do agree visually they are very cool. They do just a lot of really cool cutscenes and like cool experiences. But overall the races themselves are eh, it's not a very exciting race. I would I wouldn't ask for more of them. That's what I would say. I disagree. Unless it was more Halo I, ones. The Halo one was really cool, I will say. Yeah. But I, I think there is just so much diversity when it comes to the different races. Yes, you know, you're still driving. That's obviously the end of the, you know, the name of the game. You're still driving. So it, it's not like you're going to be all of a sudden, like, going Twisted Metal style and shooting cars and stuff like that. But I, I think the game just has such a fantastic presentation. That's why I loved those event races. Because overall, the graphics of Forza Horizon are stunning. And especially if you're like me and you have the Series X, this is one of the games that are optimized for it. So, you know, you're looking at the full 4K. I believe this even has ray tracing. It is just, it is a gorgeous game. I saw online somebody, because I do the Metacritic at the end. Somebody actually put that the graphics were so realistic that they were unrealistic and they didn't like them. (laughs) It was too realistic. And I feel like... Like driving around, especially with like the changing of the seasons, they didn't overdo it with fall. Like the the foliage, I felt like looked natural, looked vibrant enough. But I I thought they did a wonderful job, especially with the seasons. Yeah. Oh, the seasons are great. For me, the car details are amazing. So as Keith said, I think there's like 450 cars just in the base game. Of course, there's also like car passes and they've add they've gave a bunch of free cars but yeah starting off i think there's like 450 and every car is meticulously designed you can actually open the doors look at the engine look inside the car well you told me that and then i couldn't figure out how to actually look in the hood it showed it's... the front of the car but there was it wouldn't it doesn't say like how to actually look in the hood so i tried like every button and nothing worked and i was like well i didn't really care about the engine anyway but with the control it's it's not super easy but once you figure it out you, it's not too bad and it's it's nice that they have this feature because it's like you know i'm never going to be a billionaire you know i'm not going to be able to drive like these lamborghinis <clears throat> i mean if some of you out there are billionaires and get to drive these lamborghinis and hey how's it going you, uh, <laughs> hey thanks why don't you but, let me drive it sometime i mean not to i don't want to sound rude but it's like i don't understand why people would spend as much money as these billionaires do on cars it's a car i don't get it i don't look at lamborghinis or whatever like the hot brand is i don't know and i'm not like oh my gosh i wish i had that car it's like you were wasting that much money on that i mean if See, i had I mean, the money to spend i would i wouldn't have I like would. 200 cars i wouldn't be like some ridiculous but i'd have like one or two really nice cars I if i was would, uber yeah. wealthy i would maybe get like one classic car and then just a regular car but i would never buy a brand new car I think maybe I'd buy one I mean, from like, every decade, like my favorite car from every decade. Oh my eh, god! I just buy the Batmobile. There you go. So if you if you won, like let's say a hundred million dollars, you would actually go out and buy these luxury cars. Yeah, yeah, one or two at least. I, I'd so get myself like, like a I, Bentley or something. In, in all fairness, I look at this as like there's a stereotype that women like love expensive jewelry. I would never want to buy expensive jewelry either. So don't get me wrong, Liz. I I see where you're coming from. 
because it's like, hey, what's the point of having this awesome supercar when you can still only go, you know, 65 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour on the highway? So it's like, what, what do you really kind of do with it? Take it to but a track. To me, it's just, yeah, you can't take it to a track. But also, too, if you're also like me and Liz and, well, and Keith and you live in the New England area, our roads are awful. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Like, they don't exist. There's so many potholes. Like, I have broken so many rims on, like, cars throughout the ages from the potholes here. So it's like, yeah, I would never drive the car here. But yeah, if I lived like, you know, Midwest, open country, flat area, yeah, I'm probably going to have some fun with that. Okay. You hate to drive though. <laughs> it's because so, the cars we have are boring. But if I'm driving a Lamborghini, hell, I'll drive that a lot. Well, I think my other, I mean, on that same, on, on to answer that question for me, I think part of it too is I don't even know that I'd have. We keep saying Lamborghini, but I don't even know if I'd be so worried about a supercar. I just want a really nice luxury car, like a super nice Mercedes or something along those lines. Yeah. Nice I, like So a friend of mine, she always buys like new cars. Like she always like sells a car, gets a brand new one. And her, she has had her call, cars stall. I can't even talk. She has had her car stall in the middle of the road so many times. Her car has crapped out on her like you wouldn't believe. That has never happened to me ever. And I've always bought super old cars. So for me, like that's why like all these new cars, I'm just like, they don't make them like they used to. They don't. But I mean, if you're dropping, you know, you know, close to a million or a million dollars on a car, you, you better believe it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's not like buying a, a brand new, you know, $40,000 car. And that's great and nice and all. But yeah, a hundred million or a million dollar car versus a forty thousand dollar car is a big difference, and you're probably not too worried about being able to afford fixing it if you do. So, see, I feel like <laughs> that's my ha- thought like, process. For me, like Andrew and I, we got a new car like last year, not a new car, but we we new got to a you car, and it had exactly it had <laughs> heated seats, and I felt like a queen. Can I tell you, <laughs> like my first car, it didn't have a radio. One of the shades was gone. It like had like the roll windows. I can't I mean, imagine why you couldn't turn in the snow, Liz. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. We also found out too that so the dealership like I didn't pass inspection. You're supposed to when you like buy a car within a certain amount of time. And so I went back to them and they they lied to me. And it turns out that there was exhaust leaking into the car the we entire time. We did a road time. trip with this car. Too. We did a road trip in the cold, so the windows were up, and so. <laughs> But yeah, so we got this this newer car, and it had heated seats, and that's all I want from a car. We actually thought we were on a road trip. We actually were just like yeah. in the driveway, sucking on exhaust, and we thought we did a road trip. And we're like, that was a great road trip. This is all purgatory, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> but, but anyway, back to the graphics. Uh, for... <laughs> oh yeah, graphics. That's a thing. <laughs> so for me, I think the only things that were kind of bland is a little bit of the environments. Like a lot of the buildings looked really just generic. You got some of the interesting areas, like you see Edinburgh Castle, you know, you got some of the countryside and stuff, but when you get to the city, everything just kind of blended in together a little bit. But but isn't that how like cities are though? I guess you could argue that. I think there were enough houses that looked really pretty. Like the first house that you buy, I was like, that's gorgeous. And I saw houses like that around, but I mean, a lot of towns and cities, it's just ugly squares yeah but i mean from, that's it's very minor gripe besides that like the clouds are amazing the water is amazing the water effects when you're driving and it's splashing and streaking on your screen is the coolest thing and if you ever drive in first person this game first of all it's very difficult mm-hmm. but it is so stunning 
And it's oh, so stunning I to play did this that. game first I accidentally did that. And I was like, this is cool. Yeah. But you it was see, like, scary. all your odometers, <laughs> all the lights in your car, and just, like, the dirt and the exhaust getting kicked up in your window. It is really, really cool. Well, and it's that exact level of detail that you were talking about. It's the fact that there's hundreds and hundreds of cars, and they finally designed all of the interior, knowing full well that nobody, just about ever, is going to play with it <laughs> other than just to look at it. But they still put that much care and design into it. And correct me if I'm wrong, their water effects is where Sea of Thieves got their water effects, correct? Yeah. So all of them, you know, given they were both under Microsoft's wing at that point, they shared shared that with them. And that's one of the reasons that Sea of Thieves has such beautiful water is because they got it from Forza. So fun fact there. So easy to mess up water in video games. Oh, yeah. oh it can There's be so terrible. There. But they do they do a really an incredible job. I do agree with you, Andrew, as far as like some of the environments are just a little like, eh. but it's also, I don't know, if I'm speeding by at 180 miles an hour, I'm not exactly stopping to pay attention very much. But yeah, yeah I think I think as a whole, everything else is just absolutely gorgeous. I, I know you're, you're on the optimized side, but yeah, on when you're playing at least on the 1X, you can decide to go, what, 60 frames per second or 4K? So you have like different options of how you want the game to play, you know, whether you want performance or graphics and all of that. So I think that's kind of cool. And I think both of them do an amazing job, but just kind of what's your preference is, I suppose. But uh, what do we think about the music? Is that the Even music? I noticed it. What? And I thought it was pretty great. The music. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait. Like I felt like a lot of the times it fit the mood, especially when you're just driving to a new event. I didn't really fast travel that much because I didn't have a lot of houses and I actually just like driving around. I feel like that's why I, I didn't get it as far too because my favorite part of the game was just driving through the, the cities. Yeah, the music. So this game is radio stations and I think you can actually create a like, custom one as well. Uh, I think this was one of the few games that let you, well, I don't know if it, I think it got rid of it, but you could use to play, be able to play your own Spotify playlist. I think that was only in Forza Horizon 3. But in uh, this one though, the, the radio stations they have are really good. So You said you liked classical, right? Yes. My yep. favorite was actually the Timeless, which is classical music. I mean, I'm not a huge classical music fan, but it complemented the game so well. There's nothing like, you know, listening to some amazing like orchestral music as you're just driving through the countryside or like this really close race and, you know, Ride of the Valkyries is playing. It is. I love the classical music station. But no, besides that, like they actually have good bands in a wide variety of different genre of music. There's just about anything, any type of music that anyone can love. So I love the music choice they picked. Yeah. The sound effects are amazing. The engines, the sound of like the rocks hitting your window, burning through the dirt. It is. Yeah. They did. They nailed the sound. Yeah. There's, I don't, I don't have any gripes about it at all. And I, I don't know the music. I think, I think Timeless has been in every single one of the games, I'm pretty sure. And it's always been my favorite. Because like you said, it's, I don't know, it's just, it always just fits. It's not overbearing. Somehow it, I don't know, it accidentally always seems to time out perfectly, right? Right when, yeah. it, you know, it, it hits the big part of the, the song or whatever. Also, I think the Halo song, or the, the Halo soundtrack is missed in there too, which is pretty cool. Yep. And, um... Yeah, it, I really liked the variety that they had. I thought it was really good. And as you said, like within each variety, they had good artists. My problem with it was just with the hours played, even if I liked the songs, it just felt like, okay, it's the same 20 songs. I can't keep listening to those. Whereas 
maybe it's just because I don't listen to a lot of uh, classical music like on the regular, so I just don't recognize it. It it didn't feel as repetitive for me either. So yeah, that was another reason I largely went with it. But even though you couldn't play your Spotify playlist through it or any playlist through it, you can still mute the music in the game and just play Spotify in the background because Xbox lets you do that. So even still, if you want to do that and you you know want to listen to your favorite Game Pass podcast, you know you can do that. It's it's an option that you have. You can live your truth there. Yeah, it's easy. You can just completely turn the radio off, but still keep sound effects. So if you still want to hear, you know, the dirt and the engines and the racing and the, and the view dialogue, yeah, you can do that really easily. You don't have to like dig through a bunch of menus. It's, just, it's really simple, uh, simple and quick. Uh, but the next thing I want to talk about is DLC and add-ons. So this game has a ton, as any Forza games do. And for me, they're kind of pay-to-win-ish. I mean, it's mostly a single-player game, but some of the cars you end up getting are crazy good. I remember in Forza Horizon 3, Keith, you ended up buying like the special edition and you got like a special Centario. Oh yeah, that was that was very pay to win that game. <laughs> but oh my god, that car, it was like, your, my stats would be better, but whatever reason, you would just burn past me every time. So there's just a ton of added cars they have. Uh, there's two DLC maps, which Keith, you have. So the first one, Forza Horizon always does one serious map. So in this one, it's called Fortune Island, which is like a Viking treasure island that's stormy. But then the second one is always something really fun. Forza Horizon 3, it was Hot Wheels, which was really cool. Oh, yeah, but in this so one, fun. it's Legos. Which I thought it was so weird when I was playing. I just got a random ad for it, for yeah. the DLC. And I was like, Andrew, there's not going to be a ton of ads in this, are there? But it was just like the one time. Yeah, which was nice. It, it was just a quick ad saying like, hey, if you want more, this is what we have to offer in the store. You can buy it, you know, whatever. Keith, tell yeah. us about the DLC, though. So I did not dig my heels in as much on Fortune Island as I wanted to. I, From what I could tell, the very little amount that I had played it, I think it's just a lot of off-roading. Like Andrew mentioned, it's it's rainy. It's it's a small little island, I guess. But I don't know. I, I didn't really play much of that, to be honest, because I think what makes the Forza Horizon game special is what Andrew mentioned is the fun ones. Hot Wheels and, and Horizon 3 was boatloads of fun you know just the yeah. turns it was i don't you felt like you were living your childhood the lego one is really cool in such a in a design way but i found it kind of underwhelming as far as the overall play style and maybe it's just because i'm comparing it to to the hot wheels one but it was i don't know it was all just races there was nothing really special about it and i'm pretty sure it even plays on the same map no it is different but it, Nothing about it felt super cool to me, but all the designs of the cars, like, and I, I honestly don't think there's a ton of the Lego cars. I think there might be five, seven total. I'm not sure, but they're, they're really cool and, and they're really, really neat. And it's cool because as you progress through it, you actually do build your house in the game. You don't do the actual Lego building. Like it's not customizable, but you unlock bricks by completing different challenges and different races. So it's fun in what it is, but if I was going to go back and like really tell you there's a DLC you got to play, that would be a reason I would say go play Forza Horizon 3, go get the Hot Wheels one, and play that, because that one is a ton of fun. Yeah. So the DLC is a little pricey. Uh, for the season pass of the two, uh, the Fortune Island and the Lego, I think it's like 36 bucks. I think it's like 34 if you're a Ultimate subscriber. Do you, do you think it was worth its value, Keith? All in all, yeah, and I think mostly just because I am a Horizon fan, 
and I always have been. I, like you were talking about with the the Centario or whatever that I had in Forza Horizon 3, that was because well, Game Pass didn't exist at that point, so I had to buy it. And I bought like I pre-ordered it with the full-on platinum edition. I think it was like a hundred bucks. I got to play it two days early. Like it was the whole shebang, and I, I still don't regret that. And I don't re- as much as I don't love the Lego one, I don't regret it. It's more to do in the game, and if I just have more things that I can do in the game then great. That's what I want to do. I want to keep doing things. Yeah. So as far as the rest of the DLC, there's things where it's like it reveals the location of all the collectibles, which I always hate those kind of add-ons. It's like if you're going to charge me to find – like to give me an easy way to find the collectibles, like that's kind of gross. Uh, there's one where it gives you VIP, so you get like double experience points. And then, of course, as I said, there's a ton of different car packs. Like there's some really cool ones. Like there's a car pack for classic James Bond vehicles. Since this takes in England, like obviously a lot of the manufacturers, you know, are, are British. And so they have these amazing British cars, but there's a lot of just fun DLC cars you can do. So, yeah, if you are just a big fan of cars in Forza Horizon, check it out. I know at the time I just bought the ultimate bundle for 20 bucks because it was a there's a sale going on right now for everything. And well worth that price there. Next up, let's talk about the achievements. And as far as achievements go. This is a game where the achievements are just very much there. <laughs> There's like over 3,600 gamer score, but I never looked at the achievements. For me, I just played the game and just achievements would just kind of keep coming. Yeah, Andrew, you got 705 out of 3,610, Keith, uh, in the lead this week, uh, 720. And I came in last with 120, and there is a total of 178 achievements. Is that two weeks in a row? For me, I think first it place. is Keith. I think Man, oh uh, yeah. Well, I will say, rain on your parade. I in the end, I, I'm pretty sure I'm beating you. Oh. Just the time we recorded. Well, that, that you beat me. That it, when we record is canon, so I, I officially okay. beat you forever on rain on your parade. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, the achievements—they're definitely not worth for achievement hunters. Uh, it, but when you're playing the game, you're just going to be getting a nice trip feed of them. So yeah, they're there. Uh. Anything else? Final thoughts? Yeah. So getting to our final thoughts, uh, for me, as I said, this is a definite game. I love the Forza Horizon series. I enjoy Forza Motorsport, but not as much. Those games can be a little heavy. For me, just everything about Forza Horizon is fun. It's just, it's very accessible. I feel like it. just about any skill level can play it because there's a def- bunch of different handicaps you can activate or turn off if you want more of a challenge and more reward. There's just a ton of activities. The game just never ends, so I can't really give you time to beat because you can't really beat the game. There's really not much of an ending. But it is it's a lot of fun to play with your friends. I remember we when this first came out, there was four of us. We just always had such a fantastic time. You know, we created a club, we would do the arcade modes. It's so much fun playing with your friends. Yeah, we're the Mayo Dads. Yep, we're the Mayo Dads. <laughs> I don't even remember how we came up with that. We like mayonnaise and most of us are dads. I think that was like literally the logic. Yeah. We couldn't, I think because every other club name we were coming up with was taken. We're like, no one will take mayo dads. Sounds good. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so for me, I think we're going to give it a 98. There's very little I do not like about Forza Horizon. It's just, it is a fun experience. And if you have the Series X and a really nice 4K TV, definitely check it out. This is a game that really flexes the console's muscles. I can't say that I have a lot more to say than what Andrew already said. I 
I love Forza Horizon. I don't think I said anything, single thing bad this episode about it because I love the series. I love the game. This is something I would always keep on my Xbox. I think I might honestly still have Forza Horizon 3 installed and I just, I can't bring myself to uninstall it because I might go back and play it someday. My backlog just doesn't, doesn't care. But I just, I love everything about the graphics, the details, and the details just are incredible to me. I mean, they took the time to record every single car engine in this game and they, it's just fantastic. And so a lot of props to them. They've created a really what I think is the perfect racing game for me. It's everything I wanted it and more. So I, I think I'm going to just go, go with Andrew here on the 98. Cause I think that's a perfect score for this. Thanks Matthew. Cause I've been asking for this game for a while. So glad we got to do it. This is a really hard game to rate. Because I, I think it's good. I like the graphics and the music. But for me, I look back at games like, I mean, we still play Mario Kart occasionally. I would rather play Mario Kart. Looking back at Twisted Metal, you'd rather play Twisted Metal. This game, I just, I, I wanted a, a simpler, dumbed down version of this. I think that would be more up my street. It, the, for me, the the big gripe that I have with the game, the story doesn't make sense. And it's like a two second storyline. And uh I kind of wish there was either story or... I don't know. I don't know. This game just didn't do it for me. <laughs> and I'm going to give it an 85. I think it's a great game. And if you like racing games, I think you should play it. Because, I mean, the detail. But looking at Metacritic, Xbox One, 92 from critics, 8.2 from users. And Series X, TBD, and 7.8. A lot of the critiques were just really weird. Like I said, the graphic one, someone gave it a low, low score... Uh, someone was upset that there are cars driving on the road during races. But our fourth and silent co-host is back, guys. Ooh. It's been a hot minute. And he gave it a four, which is, Whoa. I mean, a rave review from him. Yeah. That's like a masterpiece. And unfortunately, this time, the French to English translation, it was bad. He did not mention any turds. Wow. Oh, yep, okay. I know. That's, no turds. Turd-free review. I like that. Special Metacritic today. Uh, but what I could make out of it, I said, um, remains a big arcade game that we get tired more or less quickly. He said the driving was too simple. And at one point he said, if only we had had the physics of a Forza Motorsport. Oh, that's the... So he, he was the realistic. Then go play Forza Motorsports, he, bud. Come on. <laughs> but he did praise a lot of it at the beginning, like the graphics. And he was rambling on about like how much he liked about it. And then I feel like the section of him, like, talking down about it it was shorter but i i really thought like he was he was liking it at first it still gives it a four uh that's crazy he did it he did a tricky all right well i think we're gonna wrap it up here uh so thank you again to our listener matthew for recommending this game for us and uh finally making us do it if you have a game suggestion you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or send us a message on facebook or twitter uh, follow us on our Facebook at Game Pass Grab Bag to see pictures of our scores if you want a quick reference. But I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01152. Keith, take it away. Um, man, I don't have anything good to say. Do you ever? No, not really. I've been Keith, racing out of here. <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag. Come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob, Noob is EW. Hi, everyone. Thank you again so much for joining us. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.